Transmitting high atop of Florida's peninsula at 108 feet. This is Alpha Mike, and you are listening to episode 147. Today's episode, not previously announced, but it will be, how did we journey this far? A question that I believe every law enforcement officer has to ask themselves Every citizen, law-abiding citizen, we're going to discuss what type of state are we in in this country and how did we get here. We'll also briefly talk about how can we swim out of this thing or do we need to. But of course, like always, if you want to get in contact with us, you can. The address is... Uh, RaiderCopNation.com It's that simple It's not very difficult That's our website Go there And you can see Some of the social icons That will be with us Probably up until November 8th As I stated previously After the election Of 2020 In November We will be Reducing Or disbanding Several social media outlets there'll be more on this down the road well I will have a episode to explain the reason why you know we live in some real troubled times nowadays as you know and we've talked about riots we've talked about being armed we've talked about so many avenues I've told you the importance of having insurance protection because organizations like the USCCA are part of the plan of your protection, not only having a gun and bullets and a holster and training and cleaning equipment for your weapon and so forth. The USCCA also provides an enormous amount of training. So much training that when I noticed it and I saw how much they were advocating on their website, I was mind-boggled. And I'm sure you'd be overwhelmed as well at the amount of training they have. Real good tactical training. Make you think out of the box and... You know, you can only train so much in hitting a paper silhouette. Sometimes you've got to think out of the box. So I 
fully recommend you SCCA. And uh, for those that are interested and you want to help out the podcast too, you can just text from your phone within the continental U.S. Dial 87222-87222 and write the word Raider, R-A-I-D-E-R. And a link will be sent to you and you can become a member from as little as $22 to $47 a month. Now, I know there's an expense to it, especially in today's times, which are more challenging than ever. But these are pennies on the dollar on what you would have to pay in in a case with litigation. I can assure you of that. Millions of dollars. Recently, there was a case in the area of Tampa Bay where I live. It's not a recent case, by the way. Uh, It's six years old. Retired captain from the Tampa Police Department in a dispute in a movie theater uh, took out his a weapon, his concealed weapon, and shot a suspect. Investigation determined that that the threat was questionable and the retired captain was placed under arrest. The case is delayed six years through his attorneys and just recently, as a couple of weeks or a week ago, they tried to uh, advocate for the stand your ground law even though this incident happened prior to it but uh, the judge uh, did not agree with that standing so it looks like they're going for an October hearing so imagine that six seven years after the incident and now your case is ready to go to court it is a sad case because it's close to 80 years old and, uh, you know, prolonging it like this, if there is some type of sentence, if he's found guilty. I don't know the circumstances. I just read the article online, and uh, it's attached to the show notes. So you can see it, too. But here he is. He's a retired captain from the Tampa Police Department. And look at the pickle he finds himself today. So, USCCA, it's uh, that secondary layer of protection that you desperately need we also have a link on the bottom that you can click on that if you want to become a member or do it through your cell phone 87222-87222 the word raider all right pretty soon we're going to be talking about the favorite subject of a lot of people and that's guns 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 we're gonna, I'm going to start doing podcasts or episodes on specific guns. Clock, Smith & Weston, M&P series, Sig Zauer, and uh, a lot of the brands that are taking over the law enforcement market. As you know, for the last 30 years, Glock has dominated. Prior to that, was Smith & Weston with the revolver. Now, it's kind of up in the air. And a lot of agencies are jumping on the weapons that we're going to be talking about. So we're going to have shows on their specific uh, specific um, models that uh, you can use either as a secondary weapon or a primary weapon and the reliability. We're also going to point to a lot of experts on YouTube that have reviewed them 
and then we'll kind of put our twist to it on a law enforcement twist and um, you know reality because a lot of the reviews are good they, they are professionals and they do a very good job but they're always talking about a controlled setting come on everybody knows if you're in law enforcement the gun sits in the holster and there's a lot of things cops just don't really do for functionality like lubricate their weapons weekly and stuff like that so we want to look at real life type of settings on weaponry so we're looking at that in the near future as well all right talking about our future and the importance of it it's time for oh wait a minute i almost forgot we have a public safety announcement again this time we're concerned with your health and what you eat so we're going to be talking a lot about healthy eating and the importance of it and remember they're public service announcements for your educational benefit but before we'll, we'll break to that and then from there we'll cruise right into the word of the week nutritionist it's tough to eat well on the road there's a lot of late night eating and uh that's i went to one nutritionist i walk into his office he says well the good news is you can have all the salads you want Whew. that is good news i was nervous i came in here thinking please god anything don't take away my salad how will i live without mixed greens you mean I can have all the radicchio I want? Stop, I'm getting a chubby. He wanted me to eat salad as the food. Salad's not food, salad comes with the food. You go out, you order a steak, what do they do? They bring you a salad. They don't even charge you for it because it ain't worth anything because it ain't food. Salad is a promissory note that food will soon arrive. I never learned to think of salad as food. If I see a salad, I go, something good is gonna happen soon. I'll wait right here. And I've been on diets for over 20 years, off and on. And every part of a diet has been salad. So I see a salad and there's not a lot of joy there. I go, oh good, a salad. All the tax collectors and the sinners were approaching to listen to him. And the Pharisees and the scribes were complaining. This man welcomes sinners and eats with them. Luke 15, verse 1 and 2. Of course, you can hear more about this in Test Everything 1521, that launches the same day that you're hearing this. So if you go to the website, RaiderCopNation.com, go to the section that says Test Everything, there you can hear more about Luke chapter 15, verse 1 and 2. And um, we got a lot on the agenda for today, that I can tell you. 
And I came up with this um, podcast. We have a couple of issues with um, um, setting up podcasts. We had a couple of issues first with our tech. We had issues with uh, Skype and, and connecting, and it was a, a, a little bit of a mess. And supposedly we had to uh, delete everything and load it back up and put it back in the system. I don't know. It just went uh, kabook. And, um, but we're up and running on that end, and then we had some scheduling issues with uh, co-hosts and the different types of schedule. The cop... Um, is um, had surgery recently, so keep him in your prayer, and we're waiting for him and hoping a speedy recovery, so we can have him on real soon. So uh, we've kind of pushed things back, but I came up with this uh, episode, which is how did we ever journey this far? Because I said, well, we're talking about episodes of the situations that are happening today with law enforcement but we need to know our history right one of the avenues that I've always advocated with when I was an instructor I would always find two or three minutes to explain the evolution that we were training on how those officers got to sit in those seats how and why are we here so knowing our history will definitely explain the road we're heading towards in the future and so I said let me explain a little bit as to how in the world we woke up one day in 2020 to all the catastrophes that are happening some are very confusing. These are confusing times, as people say. And as the future presents itself, it's slowly going to start to explain to us a lot more. So I came up with this podcast, and that's what we're going to talk about today. I bet you have a block colon. Now, horrible visuals came to mind. I'm thinking, how are we going to unblock this bad boy? Here, attach this to your garden hose. Hey, I have neighbors. I'll, I'll get a letter from the homeowners association. Please do not clean your colon on front lawn. Signed, all of us. Uh, she said it's very easy to cleanse your colon. She said, you're juicing, right? Yeah! Take these herbs, put them in your juice three times a day. After a month, your colon will be clean. I don't know what was in the herbs, but I called her an hour and a half later from the bathroom. Hey, crazy lady! I'm sending back the rest of the herbs. Mission accomplished. My colon is clean. I swallowed a quarter when I was seven. $50 came out.
Episode 147, How Did We Journey This Far? We start off with Karl Heinrich Marx, born 1818, born in Germany, the occupation of a philosopher. You know, philosophy. At occupation, stand-up philosopher. What? Stand-up philosophers. I coalesce the vapor of human experience into a viable and logical comprehension. Oh, a bullshit artist. And good old Carl was one of the best at it. He BSed his way through societies, especially Russia. Well... This did not take long before it came to the shores of our great beloved country, the United States. But we couldn't call it Marxism. Didn't sound good. Not very American. We couldn't call it communism. No, no, no. We won't do that. Couldn't call it socialism. No. Didn't have that ring. So we called it progressiveness kind of like liberal we'll use those two and the father of progressiveness in this country dates back to President Woodrow Wilson 28th President of the United States which stated very eloquently once the Declaration of Independence did not mention the questions of our day it is of no consequence to us. Consequence. When you look it up in the dictionary, it says consequences, importance, significance, account, value, prominence, interest, concern, or seriousness. So therefore, Woodrow was basically saying that the Declaration of Independence has no importance. The beginning of progressiveness started to change in more subtle ways where it could be masked within the society of America. It came out as liberalism at times. Then later when liberalism became a foul word or questionable word, they went to progressiveness. You know, Hillary used to say she was a progressive. So these are the standards of the day. It was masked so well. To give you an idea, the city of Hialeah, which is probably about... 90% Hispanic and of that large over 50% is of Cuban American the first Hispanic mayor of the city of Hialeah Raul Martinez he said that 
he gave the city of Hialeah a nickname, the City of Progress. Get it? Progresso. Progressiveness was disguised all around our society. It masqueraded itself within our colleges, our schools, in our daily activities, in our minority communities, in the way we were thinking. Our thinking was more liberal and subtly became more against biblical principles. This was the beginning of the platform of what we're seeing today. Progressiveness, liberals, whatever you want to call it, slowly started to challenge the way Americans think. You know, God, country, baseball, and apple pie. Recently, we had the 4th of July. And if you said to some people, happy 4th, they frowned upon you. We were told that celebrating the 4th of July was evil by much of the media. Americans were confused now. But but we've done this all, all along. Many continue to do it. But now, some have doubts. We were told by this group of individuals that if you were born a male and you wanted to be a female, it was okay. If you felt that you needed to go to a bathroom that wasn't your gender, it was normal. We were told that parents, when they had children, they shouldn't even put their birth on the certificate. You know, in case Johnny or Johnette wanted to change their sexual orientation later. We were told that praying in schools was not acceptable. We were told that the education our kids were learning, like civics, was, was wrong, was evil. We changed the curriculum to core curriculum. You know, where simple math, two plus two is four, became two plus two if Johnny has two apples and Greg has two apples and Eric doesn't have any apples, what, how many pies would you have in the backseat of the car? And you had to try to figure that one out. This sick society started to engulf itself in social media. Because to be a good Marxist, you have to call or cause division. You know, rich against poor, black against white, this group against that group. It focuses on you. It excludes everybody else. It tells you that everybody else is not normal. And slowly, people start to believe it. Through 
generations of this type of learning, you've started to corrupt not only your school system, now these young adults have become adults in our government, career employees of 30 and 40 years, working in such places such as the CIA and the FBI and the Pentagon and so forth. Because of civil service laws, they're entrenched, protected. But we don't know who they are because the great mask is upon them. But then a president came, the 45th president, and he talked about the swamp. Today, many believe that the swamp is an illusion, not true, as the media says. They believe in the falsehood of the swamp. Phony Russian investigations, phony Ukraine investigations, phony every investigation. The swamp has proven that anything they say or do has no credibility. But there is that sinister, <laughs> don't believe him. He's just making that up because he wants to become president. He's dividing us. Remember, this secret society of nitwits, better known as the New Democratic Party, communist, socialist, will tell you that the opponent is doing what they're really doing. Dividing. We've had presidents in the past that what they've done is as soon as there was a police incident out there, the police department and the police officers in this country got a two by four in the head. They were told that they were not acting appropriately, that they had systemic problems, systemic problems like racism, like use of force, like killing people on a dime. And we started to believe it. Because this sinister group has a very important ally, and that's called the media. The media is the mouthpiece. Together with the media and the new tech giants and social media, they will brainwash millions upon millions. Young people now that live inside phones and tablets only hear one side of everything. Parents of these little ones were also indoctrinated very well. Today, these adults are part of our government, well entrenched in local, state, federal governments, important institutions such as law enforcement, intelligence, court systems. They, in turn, see no wrong in anything that their little dear children might say or do. We have created now a society perfect 
as Marxists. But we're never going to call it that because it doesn't sound good. We'll masquerade it with other things. You know, the Bernie bros. And nobody will ever know. Because our system of what we're doing is a lot better than all the other systems that the world has done. It's even better than what Carl had in his head. Because we know better. When we come back from this important message that we're going to break for, we're going to look at who these groups are and how they work with or against police corrections, federal authorities. Is the fabric of this country torn right after this important message? the properties of bread. I said, you know what? I'll butter it. That'll make it better. Butter won't go on it. It slides right off. The butter's like, where are you putting me? Jam and jelly beads up and falls off it. Did they scotch guard this at the factory? You know what I'll do? It's okay. I'll toast it. I'll make a sandwich. I'll toast it. It's better when you toast it. It doesn't toast. You can't toast it. I'm out in the garage with a blowtorch. It's absorbing the heat like a space shuttle tire. How does this break down in your system if you can't toast it? They're gonna dig me up in 5,000 years ago. Oh, he was on that low carb thing. See that disc? We've seen a lot of these. So we fast forward now to November 8th, 2016, where this class of individuals called progressives are shell-shocked. President of the United States, 45th one, is not who they think it should be. And they start to unravel who they are. But there's a more sinister group within the group. And they're Ideology is more towards Carl. They, they believe in total control. And they emerge under the flag of the Bernie bros. The election is stolen from Uncle Bernie, showing the sinisterness of the group and the emergence of this Marxist group within the group. Of course, sworn Democrats will deny this. We'll say it's a conspiracy theory. This is garbage. This guy does not know what he's talking about. What you're seeing on television is righteous people 
that want a more just country because of the 45th president will blame him for everything. But the truth is that a bad situation has been made worse by this group because they have been waiting all along for this incident to occur. So the octopus that has eight different avenues can emerge its ugly head. So now, who are these groups? Why are they there? We look at one of these groups, and that is the Center for American Progress. Democrat Socialism, we discussed that. What is that? Occupy movements, social justice, social liberalism, social democracy. They masquerade themselves. But they had to organize a group of lawyers that they have to cause all kinds of chaos in the court system. And that is our friends over at the ACLU. They run out there and they create all kinds of disastrous court cases that in the future will change the way Americans see their society. Amnesty International. Who, who are they? The Southern Poverty Law Center. Really? Must be a bunch of poor people needing lawyers. The National Action Network. Of course, we know who the leader there is. Shady Sharpton. And his agenda also has police reform. Shady Sharpton's been trying to get rid of the cops for a long, long time. I guess he feels he's getting closer to his goal. The Hispanics are there too with La Raza. They changed their name because it didn't look good. La Raza meaning the race. Man, that doesn't sound good. What, what race are you talking about? So now they're unidos together. Black Lives Matter. People love that group. Recently, their mission statement was upgraded. Looks a little bit more socially accepted. Even though their leaders have said they're trained Marxists. So, they attack police reform. They tell us that no justice, no peace. You have people marching around now with guns. Right, if white American can do it, we can do it too. But you can. But it's how you do it. We're seeing anarchists, anarchists out there ruining statues, burning flags, because it's all a subliminal message to us that America is no good. We are racist. We are evil. Forget where you came from. Forget that this country is a melting pot. Recently, I posted, Happy Birthday, America, in about 20 languages. 
and I put on the post, the greatness of our country is that out of all these languages that have placed here, many and millions of Americans in this country can read it. Can't say that for every other country that might speak only one language, might all look alike. But here, it's a melting pot. Recently, the Sioux Indians want their land back. They they say that where Mount Rushmore is, it belongs to them, and they want it back. They haven't been told that they are a conquered people. That's right, it's okay to say it. You see, in the Bible, in the Scripture, it talks about conquest all day long. Even God's people were captured and sent off to Babylonia. It tells us, God, in the Bible, that the Lord establishes all governors in Romans chapter 13. And so he has currently established the United States of America. And so anything else that was there has been conquered. Just like the Marxists want to conquer our system. Yeah, that's what they want to do. Doesn't sound good. So we'll hide it. We'll masquerade it. We'll make it sound like it's fun. And people will believe it. Anytime you hear the word reform, justice reform, court reform, health reform, police reform, it means we don't like the Constitution. We don't like this experiment called the United States. We want us, our group, our way of thinking. Take from him and give to that one. And the elite class. You see, because in every socialist communist society, there is an elite class. Fidel Castro, which is one of the saints of this movement, lived in a huge mansion, Sonacero, Zero Zone in Havana. He's one of the wealthiest people in the world. Why? Because all the money that the country had was his, nobody else's. Same we can say about our lovely dictator over in North Korea. So there are elite classes. Let's not get this twisted. And those are usually the empty barrels making the loudest noise in this country. You see, they think that they're going to be the elite class when the government falls and they take over. But you see, a lot of the people that stood up to defend this movement will wake up when the boot of the soldier is actually hitting themselves in the ass and they understand that they are a conquered people now. Those words came from a former KGB agent from the Soviet Union that says how you can ruin a society within 15 to 50 years. It's in the show notes. You can see it down there. Interesting and fascinating interview. 
from the late 70s. When you hear the man, you say, sounds like he's talking about today. See, this has all been a master plan. But they have to remove one force. In this country, the United States military doesn't march down Main Street defending its citizens. It defends the country, but not against its own citizens. And in other other countries, the military forces do use force against its citizens if they have to. Not this one. We use a police force. And we have thousands upon thousands of police departments. We know that the Dems want one police department, a national police department. Why? Because it's easier to control one and not thousands. What would be the outcome of destroying the police? You destroy law and order. You're closer to destroying the nation. Destroy its health care. Destroy its economic base. Destroy the companies that are American. Destroy the police. And after the police, come the military. They're going to get it too. What do you think? You're going to get a trillion dollar budgets forever? No. You guys will be going to war on 10-speed bicycles by the time they get through with you. It's all a sinister plot. Some people will say it doesn't exist and it's not true. Well, I'm not here to debate you. I'm here to tell you about how law enforcement is being affected. We've seen the coronavirus and the police departments and the police officers being placed in very difficult positions to enforce violations to the coronavirus. Six feet distance, mask, and so forth. Horrible positions to be in with little to no guidance from anybody in the agency or legal. Some departments have vigorously enforced it. Maybe because their democratic managers have forced them to do it. Some have looked the other way and said, it's okay, you can take over these seven blocks. It's all right, it's all yours. We're leaving. This is lunacy at its best. It's all being devised to destroy America. We've seen riots. Don't confuse them with demonstrators. They're two different things. The rioters, the communists, the Marxists are hiding behind George Floyd. They're not walking with George Floyd. They, in turn, now will... After their riots, after toppling statues and burning flags and ruining cities, now they'll go out with their lawyers and they'll do thousands upon thousands of lawsuits, bogging down our criminal justice system and making a dime on it too. You see, this is the great word of hypocrisy that we're seeing. So who should be coming to our rescue besides 45? And Peach 45. Remember that that nonsense? 45 is the only thing standing in the way. 
45th president of the United States. So the Republican Party that should be up against the sinister force is silent, nowhere to be seen. They they mumble, they they babble, they they dribble all over themselves. That's right. They're part of the problem too. You see, they're too busy robbing the bank. They could care less. Grab as much money as you can, Bob. So are we doomed as a nation? No. Only because God is faithful. Only because the words of the Constitution and the writers and founders of this country and the the, uh, the writers of the Constitution meant what they wrote. They believed in it. Tyranny was real when they were writing it. And so we can look at it and read it today and know that it means something for us today. A lot of young people don't know our history. They won't know anything about what 1776 means, how old the country is, which were the original 13 colonies. Eh, They don't know it. They don't care. All they know is that Christopher Columbus was bad because that's what they were told. That when we do the Pledge of Allegiance in school, under God is going to be removed. Like... One administrator told my granddaughter when she was placed to recite the uh, Pledge of Allegiance in school. But prior to that, I said, well, wait a minute. It should be under God. No, 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 we removed that. Well, guess what? I'm removing her from doing it. How do you like them apples? You got to stand up for your beliefs. Think about this as I close off. If you think that God would come and appear to everybody on earth and everybody was allowed to bring their petition to God, how many people will be told you're a fool? How about those Sex change people. When God says, I made you a man, what do you mean you're a woman? How do you think that's going to go off? Huh? Or some of these other perverted things that have been happening. No, folks. Regardless of your belief, you should always stand firm with it, but civil. Because Civility has power. Knowledge has power also. So we end this broadcast saying this. Continue to believe that this country is great because I do. Because God created it. Because it is a gift from God. Not a punishment. For those that believe that this is hell on wheels living here. Imagine when you continue to follow these fools. The hell that you'll live in tomorrow.
So what happens now? Well, we wait for an election and we see if America has awakened to the possibility of this happening. That I don't know. What I do know is in record time, politicians have fired police officers, placed them under arrest for actions that they call unlawful, and have defunded the agencies, spoke about reform in record time, and some agencies or some locations are even thinking about disbanding the police altogether. Foolishness, if I've ever heard anything, that is foolishness. But what's even bigger and whatever, whatever is more dangerously present is with the record time they did all this. And they continue to do it. Today, Democrats are asking for qualified immunity going out the window. And I've spoken on qualified immunity in another podcast, the other episode, uh, 146 or 147, whichever one it was. And I said qualified immunity is not going anywhere because there are thousands of cases that the court system has ruled on qualified immunity. That's just not going to go away. Court system is not going to say, well, you know what, on second thought, you know, everything that's happening politically, we're going to go against our earlier verdict. No. Qualified immunity is solid because not only police officers get qualified immunity. You take it away from one, you take it away from all. So that's not going to happen. That's just a carrot that the Democratic Party wants to hold in negotiations so they can settle for the big banana, the big prize, which is one national police force, which would be the beginning of the end of this country. So where do we go from here? New York City defund $1 billion. Seattle's up in up in the air. We don't even know if they have a police department after the budget year. And area after area is what they call defunding the police department, which is allocating money somewhere else in a lot of departments that have not even created. That to me is a whistle that says corruption soon to come. But let's be realistic, folks. Who's coming to those violent calls? If you don't call them police, what do you call them? So this is crazy. And we spoke about the swamp. We spoke about the Republican Party out too busy looting the safety deposit box that they're not concerned with any of this. As American citizens, we've been lied to by not one party, but both. The difference between one party and the other is that one is a coward. One has allowed its party to be hijacked, stolen from them, and robbed, and masquerading it around like if it is a Democratic Party, when in fact, 
It is the beginning to the communist infiltration of this country that has been going on for about 80 years. So now we look, let's backtrack again, and let's look at what occurs after the 2016 election on November 8th. Prior to that, the Democratic Party had a plan B. See, plan A was Hillary would win. But she didn't. She was the worst candidate ever conceived. Her, her ego, her attitude was that it was an inherited right that she should have the throne. And voters hated her guts. No difference from what you're going to get now with Joe Biden. People are not voting for Joe. You'd have to be deaf, dumb, and stupid, blind, not to see that he can't even answer a question, that he babbles, that he's doing seven-minute press-controlled interviews, that he's hiding in his basement, that he's doing almost no tours because he has no wind that the same Democratic Party has said openly, they're not even hiding it. Well, no, maybe Joe should stay in the basement. So they're not voting for Joe. They're voting for the Democratic Party. But this is a critical time in our era, which means that if he were to win Joe, they could invoke and say that he's senile, that he can't continue. That means whoever they pick, that's right, they pick, because Joe ain't doing anything. They pick for vice president would be the president. So we need to look closely, folks. This is serious times. So prior to November 8th, 2016, the Obama administration had put a plan into motion. The plan was basic and simple to undermine and remove a sitting president of the United States, a federal crime. Today, with all the overwhelming evidence that shows that this is true, that on the contrary, the democratic position of Trump-Russia relations is baloney, with no truth at all, people still believe that this is all hype. But it's not. It's reality. They were going to do a, do, a, a coup d'etat on a sitting president. That's not because they hated Donald Trump, because they wanted to keep in place the corruption that exists. And he represented something outside the corrupted walls. Because of 45, we've learned that a lot of the presidencies that have happened in the past have basically been on a wink and a nod. All right, your turn, and then we're next. It's all been a handshake and a, and a hug. They're so blatant about it, they all pose for pictures now. They're all friends. Obama, Bush, Clinton, Jimmy, 
They're all friends and buddies. So, during the Obama administration in 2015, he, uh, President Obama, invoked the 21st century on police uh, executive order, under an executive order. And they had five pillars, and I'll go through the five pillars real quick because we're running out of time. We're going to have another episode on just this. Build trust and legitimacy. Pillar number two, policy and oversight. Pillar number three, technology and social media. Pillar number four, community policing and crime reduction. And pillar number five, training and education. We will have an upcoming episode on these five pillars and um, we can take our time discussing what the 21st century policing uh, committee really did and how it fell short in the middle of all these defund police activities that are happening today. So you can expect that coming. My final thoughts, well... It's simple, folks. We live in very difficult times, and we have to be very careful how we step. Defunding the police is the equivalent of loading a gun and shooting yourself on the, in the foot. It makes no sense, nor logic. We're giving in to a communist regime that doesn't really have a good foundation. It's fair time to bring the election forward. They say that Sinister Joe is leaps and bounds ahead of the president in uh, polls. And the polls, usually the way that works is that the questions are, you know, loaded. So they would help the opponent. For example, do you agree that the 45th president has done a good job with the coronavirus? Now, mind you, the thing's still going on, right? So, yeah, right there, you got a split decision, 50-50. So... You you load these questions in such a way that the opponent is, you know, going to always fare a little bit better. And uh, the bottom line is uh, people can't wait to go out there and vote and close the chapter of this horror that we have. But I want to I want to end with this and remind you of this. It's important that we hate nobody. We love everybody. We carefully understand that our time on this earth is limited and that decisions that we make today will surely make us or break us in our next journey, which could be either a heavenly experience beyond imagination or hell on wheels. It's your choice.
As always, it has been my honor to be your host on Radio Cop Podcast. Continue to pray for yourself because without you in the game, we have nothing. Continue to pray for your family, your community, and the law enforcement agencies that serve you. But most importantly, continue to pray for the United States of America. This is Alpha Mike. Till we meet again. Thank you.